Hey, Alex. Hey, Andrew. What is this? This is Brains on the Outside. Alex, what is that? What is Brains on the Outside? It's a podcast, Andrew, that goes in your ears, where we dream up ridiculous businesses to solve the world's issues. Oh, yeah, that's right. Each week we take one of our listeners' problems and we pitch a company, a product, or a service to try and help them out of the jam that they find themselves in. Correct. And this week we are tackling Corin's frustrations with slugs. And gardening. Yeah, it's pretty yicky, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Previous ideas have included your plan for a spam concept store and a hat that has an entire wine flight on it. Andrew, do you want to know something gross? What's something gross, Alex? Yesterday, I was doing the washing up, and I have a little, I have a little glass on the windowsill that had a big bunch of cut parsley in it. I just chopped the bottoms off the parsley stalks and stuck it in a glass with some water in it. Sounds delightful. Yeah, it was good. Um. You know, I pick some parsley off every now and then and we cook with it. It's good. It's a good way to keep your parsley fresh. Except <laughs> yesterday while I was doing the washing up, I noticed that the, the water was pretty murky and I thought, oh, I'll change that. And I pulled the parsley out of the glass and it was like stringy <laughs> and like gross and slimy. And the smell was so bad that I actually retched. This is such a rough start to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Such I a had strong, to tell someone though. Such a such a big big swing. Um, there's no one here. There's no one else in my house. Everyone else is away. So there's no one for me to tell this to. So I'm having to tell it to you. Vent it to the world. I I'm mean, having to share it with you. Why? Why else do you have a podcast if not to air these things out? Get yeah. rid of them. Not let it have any power over you anymore. You didn't eat yeah. it, did you? You didn't eat it. Go. No, I just, I, I actually, I put the whole bunch of parsley, which from the top looked totally fresh and fine, yeah. but from the bottom was just a disgusting, unholy mess. And I just reached over and I put it all into the nearly empty bin. And then I took the bin bag out and tied it up and I double tied it. And then I put that in the outside bin because <laughs> the smell was so ungodly just that it was just awful. Pure and then right I poured off. this water into oh. the sink. Uh, and the whole time I was just, I actually didn't take a breath the whole time. It was gross. I always like thinking, how are we going to make this opening bit segue into the question? It almost feels too cheap today. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, this week's question comes from Corin. <laughs> she says, there are slugs in her garden. She's tried everything to get rid of them. She's put the coffee grounds down was just to make them really aggro, I guess. She's put eggshells down because it's really difficult and painful for the slugs to crawl over. She's put the beer in to make the slugs drunk. Yep. Um, and recently she's even resorted to organic slug pellets. Ooh. Not just the regular slug pellets, but the expensive organic slug pellets from Waitrose. But she says the slugs are partying at her expense, stripping the leaves off her newly bought plants. Can we help with that? It does sound like what she's done is she's given them like a lot of beer and a lot mm -hmm. of like the really high quality slug pellets, which I assume is like catnip yeah. and they're just, they're just loving it. They're just going mad. They're absolutely hopped up on caffeine from all the coffee grounds. See, we, uh, I, I got yeah. into gardening for about, I got really into it conceptually for about a week and then I did it for mm. about two days and I planted some herbs and then I was like, I think I'm done here actually, but I really enjoyed my time with it. Um, I think gardening in general, there's a level of 
even aside from slugs, a lot of ickiness and oh, yeah. all these weird little creatures running about at your feet. <laughs> Lots of slimy stuff. Lots of slimy stuff. Lots of gunge. So Lots I, of mud. I'm pretty Dirt. like, I, I think I'm in a good position to help out here, bring my expertise with the three different herbs I've planted. Okay. Go on then. <laughs> so I was talking a big talk, but I actually don't have very much planned for this bit. <laughs> I have a I have a a, a wireframe of an idea. Uh, oh, okay. It needs some fleshing out. But I want to hit the, 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 the concept that being outside can be a bit icky. And slugs, you know, they're icky creatures. I want to shield you from them. They're so gross, aren't they? I uh, was once in France. Yeah. And... Um, we were grubbing around. It was when Molly was really small and we were grubbing around in the dirt around there and we lifted up a rock and underneath it, there was a slug that must have been like four inches long and it was bright yellowy, whitey yellow, like a disgusting color. And it had a red, bright red oh. diamond on the back of its head. So someone's going to write in and be like, that thing is actually like a hyper super toxic. Or like, <laughs> if you sell that to a French restaurant, they'll give you 200,000 euros. Or... <laughs> so like, I think, yeah, I want to be able to enable you when you see something like that to have the confidence to, well, not be scared because you're near it. And yeah. also if you want to smoosh it, you can, and you not get your hands all messy. So have you seen the film Avatar? Yes. So yeah, it's uh, the Americans want to. It's not. It's not a great. It's not. It's not a great way to live your life. But the Americans go to a planet and try and like uh, blast all these aliens, um, and the aliens are actually quite nice. But what they do is they put everyone like to sleep, and then they can control like a robot from afar, basically. So when they move their fingers in their mind, they move their robot's hands. And when they look look through their mind's eye, they see through their robot's eye. It's a long time since I've seen Avatar. I think I only ever saw it in the in the movies. And yeah. I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen the yeah. new one at all. So you go to sleep and then dream you. Okay, to be totally honest, I, I don't I, I can't really remember it very well either. But I just know okay. that they go into this machine and they can control somebody else's body. Yeah, okay. So that's that's it. That's my pitch. You you are in bed, you put on a VR headset and like little gloves that can track your fingers. And outside there's a remote control car with a camera on the front and two robot arms on the side, all technology which already exists. And so when what you see through your glasses is the camera on the robot car, it's outside. And when you move your little fingers, your gloves are picking that movement up and the robot hands outside move it the same way. So you can stay in the comfort of your own bed, but do all your gardening and avoid the ickiness. <laughs> it's like Avatar. It's like Avatar. It's kind of, it's like, it's kind of like Pacific Rim with the giant mech robots, but it's a yeah. tiny car. And instead of being giant kaiju monsters that you have to destroy, it's slug. slugs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so we, we can make these hands specifically designed to smoosh the slugs or pick them up safely and transport them elsewhere. I guess. If that's your vibe. Yeah. You also have like a, a robot radio control car there as well that you could just run them over with. Yeah. It's also like you get to live your life for a little while as a remote control car, which is pretty cool. 
and you're going to be real short, so you're going to be able to fit under stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I feel like you could do a lot of good jobs with that. Well, yeah. So this version was specifically for guarding, so it'll probably be waterproof, mudproof. Um, maybe it'll have one arm will be like for scooping and swooshing slugs, mm-hmm. and the other arm will just be like a little shovel. <laughs> and maybe you'll have a third arm, which is a watering can. So it'll be designed specifically for this use case. But version two, three can go into other sectors, plumbing, <laughs> electricity, um, um gas refinery, things like that. Yeah. Okay, that's good. How So arms controlling the hands, the robot yeah. hands, yeah. eyes looking out of the camera. What's the yeah. wheels? Uh, so <laughs> this is, uh, I imagine, that's a good point, Hannah, because that will we'll propel you forward. So I imagine in bed, you'll also be given effectively, um, you're lying down, got your hands, got your eyes, your feet, will be attached to some pedals, which is basically a, as much as a, a cycling machine we can get onto your bed, we'll go on it, and you'll just sit cycling, and that'll propel the wheels forward. And, and steering? Steering, um, just by sort of tilting your head left and right, oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's very important, though, just to get this out of the way. If you die in the remote control car, <laughs> you do die in real life. <laughs> okay. That yeah, that is that's a big one right there. Because we don't want you to get like too attached to the car. We don't want you to get so ingrained into being a car, like the film Cars. Oh, <laughs> if you go that, full, yeah, car, you go too deep. You've gone. You go full car. You've gone full deep. Uh, you, yeah, you wake up and you're making like rum rum noises. Yeah, just yeah, kachow. It's bad. Um, so uh, okay, that sounds good. Now, right. if I was already icked out by slugs and i'm a six foot two man yeah and a slug is a teeny weeny what's that like (laughs) and then you shrink me down to be yep six inches tall and a slug is now like the size of my leg that feels like a much bigger scarier prospect that is true that's it's we can't get over some things, but this can double up as an immersive an immersive therapy tool for people <laughs> who are scared of slugs. Okay. But also, because we're feeding it, you're using technology, you know, we're using tech tech, and they were picking it up on the camera and they were feeding it to the glasses you're wearing. We can overlay things on top of that. Oh. So we can make it look like a Pixar slug, like from the movie Bugs Life. Like they do, there's a few video games recently where they've had like arachnophobia modes yes. and they've turned the spiders into big fluffy smiley faces. So this is the balance, you know, yeah. when you're living your life as a car, like arachnophobia modes turned on. You don't see the spiders, you don't see the scary slugs, but once you're out of the car again, you can see them. And that is quite a, that's quite a tough compromise to make. Oh, so you think that there's a risk that people might want to just live in the car forever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why I put the threat of you die in the car, you die in real life. Just to get people out of it. <laughs> just so you don't like drive off down the street and try and cross the road. Yeah. Or like, you know, your battery runs out. Oof. Very pretty rough. <laughs> if your battery runs out, is that is that it? Well, Alex, you as a human, if your human battery runs out, that's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Oof, wow. Okay. So that's that's my plan. That's that's my idea. We put we we give you there's a remote control car with arms and a camera on it. Now you control from bed. 
which allows you to do the gardening with all this ickiness. You can pick, you, you, you can pick up the slugs without getting that weird slug goop on you. Uh, you've said a couple of times that you have to control this in the bed. Why? Why <laughs> from the bed? Why not just from a chair? Why do you have to be in bed to do it? <laughs> <laughs> why is lying down important? <laughs> well. You know, gardening, sometimes you're out there for a long time. You oh, know? right. Okay. So you're you, you could be gardening all day. So you may as well be comfy doing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. I, 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 can you get different scales of machine as well? Because some gardening jobs require you to be pretty big and tough and strong. Um, so, you know, having something which is only six inches tall, uh, is you know restricting yeah yeah excellent question so i imagine <laughs> i imagine there'll be bigger tools you know like you get monster truck like remote control monster trucks yeah. or like maybe remote control diggers uh but they'll require more than one person to control because there's only so much tracking we can do in one body mm-hmm. so yeah uh the car could be bigger but it'll also depend on the size of your bed <laughs> can be fitted so there is this natural level where if you have a, like a single bed maybe maybe you can cram two people in there mm-hmm. but then that's going to really affect the size of vehicle you can control in the outside world this is bringing a whole new level to the race car bed yeah truly oh i had a thought about that could you should your bed correspond to the vehicle you're driving outside to do the gardening that's that's a really yeah that's it. What's interesting there is I think the investors will really appreciate that we have other markets to pivot into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got you've got uh, like add-ons. You know, you can yeah. buy the, the the kit, or you can buy the kit with the race car bed to make yeah. it feel better and more exciting. Or you can buy the kit with the race car bed and the Gatling cannon for your significant other to sit and use oh shit so you think there's like that's how you grade it you're in charge of the it's still a race car but now with a gatling cannon attached yeah yeah that's that's pretty good uh my brother showed me the other day uh because there's a lot of wasps around at the moment and my brother showed me this thing called the the assault rifle and it (laughs) oh it's with s-a-l-t yeah it's a gun for (laughs) shooting bees and wasps and stuff but you shoot it shoots salt, Adam. So there this is the exact sort of innovations that will be super glued to the top of the RC car you are avataring. Now I have one last question. Are you worried that because we have adopted technology in such a way to attack the our our, our slug enemies that yep. they may also evolve to use technology? to attack us and maybe they will make a six foot tall robot car with human crushing arms that they can drive around. <laughs> um, you know, I've, I've been, I've been comparing things to movies a lot mm-hmm. for some reason in this bit. So I'll, I'll keep that going. I just watched the movie Oppenheimer. <laughs> so <laughs> I am, I'm very well, well aware of the impact of creating world-ending machines, mm. which is effectively what we've done here from a slug's perspective. We've created the thermonuclear warhead for the slug world. Um, so yeah, I, I do one day expect that 
they will be locked in an arms race with us where they create remote controlled Andrews and Alex's that they can control from their slug beds. <laughs> it just means it's more important to get that you know, first mover advantage, get in the field early. Andrew, it's the ad time. Yay. It's time for adverts. Yeah. This is where we get paid. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Have you got your check yet? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get my check yet. Well, it did say zero on it. Oh, okay. It said no money. It was like, <laughs> it was purely a joke, quite mean spirited from Buzz, from Buzzsprout. Oh. But yes, it was a, I guess technically it was a check. Gutted. Well, I guess we should do the ad anyway, even though we don't get paid. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, this week, we have an extremely serious advert from an extremely serious company. Well, all adverts and businesses we talk about are serious and real. Mm. So this is continuing that trend. Yeah, exactly. So this is about the serious business of learning to become a hairdresser. Have you ever wanted to become a hairdresser? No. No? <laughs> That doesn't surprise me, Andrew, because <laughs> you don't have the commitment that it takes to become a hairdresser. That is true. That is true. Yeah. It takes a lot of training, a lot of time. It's actually very hard. It's a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. To hear that. We actually have that hairdressing school underneath our London office. And, you know, I see people go in there. I've never seen the same person come out. So they must still be in there, still learning to dress the hair. 24 hours a day, yeah. 365, chopping that hair. Chopping yeah. that hair. There's a lot of different hair ways, hair ways hairstyles to learn how to cut there's the mullet one there's the curly one there's whatever you have whatever that's called there's the ponytail there's yep. others you know lots of different hairs uh so it takes a lot of time and effort and i don't know about you andrew well i do i know that if either <laughs> of us took on the challenge of becoming a hairdresser we'd last one maybe two hours of cutting ourselves before we dropped out yeah, I I would get there and be like, oh, this is pretty fun for five minutes. And I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. I have a hard enough time deciding what I want to do with my own hair. I don't want to be given that sort of incredible power over another person. Exactly. So this service that is advertising for us today, this is for people like us who think that they should probably be a hairdresser, but probably yeah. don't have the commitment to learn it. So, Excellent. Yeah. So what they'll do is they'll just Edward Scissorhands you. <laughs> what, is that? what does that mean? So they just they just Edward Scissorhands you. They just give you the Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands hands. Oh, you have permanently. Yeah. You have permo Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. They'll just Edward wow. Scissorhands you. That's what it is. I guess that you, you, you have no other choice at that point. You have to become yeah. a hairdresser. Yeah. That's it. There's only, you know, that's all, that's all, that's the only job available to you. So you might as well just roll with it. Incredible. How, how much does it cost for uh, you to become scissor handed? Uh, it's um, 480 pounds. Very specific, but that does seem like a bargain if that's how you're going to make your money for the rest of your life. Yeah, 240 pounds a hand. Yeah. Yeah. Less than 50 pounds a finger. <laughs> yeah. Alex, if someone wanted to advertise their business on this show, how would they do that? Well, as long as they don't have Edward Scissorhands' hands, which makes it difficult to type, the best way to do it would be to email us on our email, which is brainsontheoutside.gmail.com. What are you bringing to the table, Alex? How are you propelling this slug infestation, if not 
through the use of a small remote control car arms race. So Andrew, what I've noticed is there's a hierarchy of garden animals. Mm -hmm. Slugs are pretty much at the bottom of the garden animal thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, slugs, spiders. Yeah. Worms are really high up. Everyone loves worms. They keep us worms alive. Are cool. Bees, good. Wasps, bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Slugs, pretty much at the bottom, though. Everyone hates slugs. Gross. Sticky. Icky. Snails, though. Snails. Little slugs with a house on the back. Not so That's bad. That's cool. Yeah. Heart homeowners. Yeah. They like to pop in, in this there. economy. In this economy. Well yeah, done. They must have been working hard. They've been doing the good, the good fight. They've been doing the good jobs. <laughs> yeah, the, the the lawyers and doctors and surgeons and stuff. That's where the slugs are. So my idea is very simple. Nobody likes slugs. Everybody likes snails. So my company just comes along to your garden, big bag of shells, just glues them <laughs> on the backs of all the slugs. <laughs> I mean that 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 is the only difference between a slug and a snail is that home ownership. Yeah. So <laughs> I have I have a few questions. Yeah. So they <laughs> I guess I guess maybe primarily is uh that that so this this is it. This is the this is yeah, that's they, it. You, you show up and you super glue this the the wait, are you super gluing on? Are you sort of like coaxing him into the shell or are you selling it to him as a, as a mortgage or walk me through the process walk me through the process well, it's a little it's a little it's a little bit difficult to talk about this because i know we think of snails as just slugs with a shell like, like a home to live in but that's yeah. not actually the truth oh is that incredibly insensitive what i just said no i think it doesn't matter because they're slugs and snails so they don't understand but <laughs> yeah it doesn't it it does make it a bit it does make it a bit more difficult it's not just a a, a snail is a is a homeowning slug um, oh they oh. yeah they're actually different animals uh so if biologically you, yeah if you try and get a slug to to carry a shell around it won't do it so yep. we have to glue it on there oh yeah it's all pretty fucked up i thought it was just the same yeah yeah i have i have seen a youtube video mm mm-hmm. mhm Maybe it was TikTok. That detail is an important. But anyway, <laughs> in this video, I saw somewhere on the internet, uh, it was like a, like a, I don't know what the word is, an underwater snail, mm-hmm. uh, but it had like pincers and shit. But his 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 shell was wrong. It was like a plastic bottle he had moved into. Wait, do you miss Paris? A hermit crab. Yeah, what are those? Okay, underwater s- snail. <laughs> uh, they're biologically the same, right? Oh boy! Um, <laughs> as a, there was this person's job, his actual job was to go around and get these hermit crabs to leave behind the the shells mm-hmm. that are from human waste, like bottles, and get them back into actual shells. Wow! So I guess this is there is precedence for this in the world right now. Yeah, exactly. Now, I think that the way this will work, Mm -hmm. I think, is that we we take the slugs and we glue the shells to their backs, giving Mm -hmm. them a home that they then live in. And then instead Mm -hmm. of going out to eat on the streets because they're homeless slugs, they instead, they just pop into their house to eat 
where they've got a fully fledged kitchen and they can eat the stuff they've just bought down the Tesco's. Ah, this is great because I won't lie. Where my head was going was the finances of this uh, because this seems like you go in once and then you get a bit of money and then you leave. And that isn't very, you know, that sort of long-term steady income. Mm. So an element of this could be like a subscription service, like a mindful chef box you that you sell. So you show bought once a week and then you sort of syringe this food into the shell. Yeah. So yeah, this is an interesting long-term, you know, money-making scheme. Yeah. We just knock on the side of the shell. There's a tiny box there. I think syringing it inside feels a little bit brutal. Can you imagine if it, if Mindful <laughs> Chef came along with a massive syringe and just syringed a bunch of soup through your front door? <laughs> the Tesco man comes, <laughs> shoves everything through my letterbox. Just un, un, hit, unleashes a can of squirty whipped cream through the letterbox. <laughs> are, are you delivering the food or is uh, are you employing other creatures to do it like slugs like snails i mean hermit crabs who have lost their way i think uh i think if you think about what a delivery driver often looks like or a delivery delivery cyclist often looks like they have that huge box on the back that they've got the food yeah now i think that does look quite a lot like an actual snail to be honest so we could get the snails to deliver it because i'm too big andrew to to go knocking on a on a newly housed slugs shell to yeah yeah to you know to deliver some delicious fresh cabbages or cucumber <laughs> or ho-fun noodles or whatever it is that i'm delivering to them and i guess the snails they're they're homeowners they're used to you know the value of the pound they know the they know what it means to work hard yeah nine to five so they're kind of probably expecting to be given a job alongside this this is actually you're providing you're giving them jobs yeah. and you're giving them home ownership yeah. and food. Exactly. And you're taking the problem away from people. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you're absolutely correct. In this economy, all of those snails, they all have mortgages. They're all desperate to work and they can't at the moment. I mean, we're facing a cost of living crisis and we're so much, just by pure mass, bigger than them. Yeah. Imagine how much worse it is if you're that small. It's true. Yeah, exactly. It must be bad because, yeah, you can't even open a bank account yeah can't get a job at tesco bad. yeah and yeah I've, ne- I, I've never seen a snail attend a university <laughs> they're locked out of so many of these institutions in our country at the very least this is more hopeful than me creating a robot to smoosh them <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah rehome them you know that's a yeah. good thing to do squish them dead well you know I mean, there is a little bit like if the rehoming plan doesn't work, we could just sell the, the, the slugs with shells glued to their backs to restaurants. Ah, okay. That's the backup. That's the uh, that's the hedge. This this is interesting. This is a very different vibe because originally you were like, I pictured you like a social housing association or like a, a council trying to do good. And this has a much more like only fools and horses Del Boy vibe. <laughs> Where you're sneaking around in the middle of the night with a pack of super glue and some weird rocks you found, and then you're trying to sell them to a restaurant the morning after. Well, you know, that's what they say. If the social housing route doesn't work out, you've always got a Del Boy fallback. That's it. This is it. And again, it's like our ability to pivot into another industry, that's going to look really good for us. <laughs> I feel so, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. When we're looking for investors, there's always this hedge of like, well, ultimately, if it all goes wrong, we're still going to make a lot of money selling fake snails. Two great businesses, two great pitches. A lot of movie references, but you know, our audience are, are ready to also hear our movie recommendation list. So all in all, great episode. Yeah, I think so. Now, right now, if you're listening on app like Spotify, well, not on app like Spotify, if you're listening on the app Spotify, you can scroll down and vote for whose idea you like best. You can leave comments and such about what your idea might be. And if you really want to, how much your ideas suck, but I will delete those. So don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> because every week at this time, we look back and announce the winners and the person who wasn't the winner of previous episodes. Two episodes ago, we discussed how to cure jet lag. I had an idea about sending a herald to announce the things you wanted to announce so you could stay in bed. A lot of my ideas circulated around how can you stay in bed? <laughs> Alex, what was your idea? I believe my idea was to change the way that we do travel so that you never change time zones by picking you up, rotating the earth underneath you and putting you back down again. That was an excellent idea. I personally, I personally loved it. Sadly, mm -hmm. the voters on Spotify who were deciding the winner of that episode they didn't love it as much as me because I did win. <sighs> Again? <sighs> it is. Maybe we, we could... Uh, I was going to say maybe we could vote, uh, wait at lore because it's an audience decided one, but then no. I'm, just har I'm harming myself here. Yeah, let's just, let's just roll with it. Just power on. I think is that like seven to you, one to me, and one to Hannah? Uh, six to me. Right. Two to you. All right. And one to someone who isn't even a host of a show, but did find a loophole in the voting system where she could vote for herself. So yes, that is it. So the only rules for voting is you can't vote for yourself and you can't vote for both of us at the same time, which yeah. is what Ellie did in another episode. So, yeah. Okay. Gonna, so hopefully before the next episode, we'll find out which idea Corin prefers. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. That'll be good. I will see if I can ask her uh, to, to to vote for my idea. I mean, to <laughs> give us a good, fair reading of whether weird robot cars or rehoming all of those slugs is her favorite idea. Mm. Alex, if another listener had a problem that they weren't solving, how would they how would they go about telling us? Well, Andrew, they should contact us on our email address, which is brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. Is there anything else that they could do for us though, Andrew? Our be beautiful listeners, our lovely listeners. Do you lovely, beautiful listeners? The best thing you could do for us is could you please, please, please go tell your friends about the show? Because the best thing you could do for a show like ours is tell your friends about it. Do you have a final idea? Recently, I got a pair of white Converse. And I wore them for four days and they're already getting like dirty because they've been outside. Simultaneously, I've been really in to painting miniature Warhammer 40k people. I want it to be a combination of these two things. I want white paint I can put in my shoe so I can fix my shoes. 
That's my idea. Keep your brain on the outside. <laughs> Keep your brain on the outside. <laughs> <laughs>